One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze. Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Recruitment's always been a topical issue that we've uh, discussed on the show, and especially after COVID, employment markets have changed. Uh, The amount of workers that seemingly are wanting to be able to work from home, given their bosses don't want to, is trying to change in the way I think people work and get employed and also companies try and retain staff. Yes, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a different ballgame altogether. One thing that one has learned is use of technology. The other one is uh, if you if you ensure that the person can be trusted to work from home and do good stuff from home, then you're saving on all the coffee bills that you're paying at work. <laughs> it's very true. Well, Executive Search is a new kind of recruitment consultancy uh, which has got the aim to try and change the way many companies in the UAE think about recruitment. It's been launched by the former real estate recruitment expert, uh, Nathan Kearney. Nathan is in the studio. Thank you very much for coming in. Thank you for having me. What, what a wonderful introduction. What, what was the inspiration to go out on your own and start your own company? Yeah, so I noticed in the market that far too many people come and go. Dubai is a transient city as it is. Uh, I want to change the way that people think about retention whilst recruiting. So yeah, it was it was time to try and launch something that hadn't been done in the region. Normally, people say that, you know, the cost to recruit is always higher as compared to the cost to retain. How true is that? Uh, It's it's sort of a hard statistic to give you an answer with, Mm -hmm. um, but it's more about the culture effect. If you've got people coming and going, how do you keep the work environment positive and happy if you don't know, you know, the name of someone uh, brand new, you've hired 10 new staff this month? Um, yeah, the, the main thing I would say when it comes to recruitment is make sure that you are building uh, a value proposition to be in order to, to, to maintain the staff. Yeah, because culture is, is the most important thing. Like you said, if staff is there, if there's a continual turnover, there's a continuation of going without employees, time lost in retraining and getting yeah. people up to speed. But um, when it comes down to one thing I want to discuss with you, it's a term that's been around for maybe the last couple of years, quiet quitting. Wonderful word. Uh, that is something. It's been around, obviously, since business has begun, but just recently, it's been able to be so finite because we've all experienced it where we're in a company and we've mentally checked out. We're just cashing the checks each month. We're on the eye for something else and we thought, we'll just hold this job and just tick over until we can find something better. What impact does that have on our business when employees are quite quitting? So... 
let, let's just take things back to the very start of the onboarding process. So I talk about employee value proposition, which is what your company is offering. It's broken down into four categories, uh, lifestyle, career, money, and culture. Now, if someone joins the business and uh, one or all of these elements haven't been ticked off and aligned with the employee, they will further down the line leave. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how good the company is. There's always a reason to leave. So in terms of the impact on the business, it, what I'd say is if someone's leaving based on one of them uh, four categories, someone else will leave on the back of that. So if you can pull things back before you even hire someone by aligning your employee value proposition with the personalities that you want to bring into the business, then you're going to retain your staff and no one's going to leave, even though people will always leave. Right. No one will die at a company. But for us, it's about making sure you get as long as you can out of someone. And when they leave, they're an advocate of the business. When someone leaves a business, they should be the flagship and the person telling other people to go and join. And that's, mm-hmm. in, in my eyes, how I'm building my business, Executive Search. Now, you know, in, in your, your line of business, do you get briefs that, hey, you know, this is what we need. These are the kind of people that we're looking for. But then do you go back and have conversations with the management saying that, listen, what has been the reason why people have quit? Yeah, absolutely. So the, the reason I launched Executive Search is because I noticed a lot of the competition were overseas. Mm-hmm. They hadn't been into the office. They hadn't got to understand the types of personalities in the business, introverts, extroverts, what the leadership styles were like. And for me, I, in terms of clients that I work with, I can describe the office. I can tell you the types of biscuits they have, mm-hmm. like every, like the layout of the office, how many desks are in certain corners, and um, how people manage in the good and the bad. Um, so for me realistically if you um if you take the time to understand a business then the the amount of people who leave and the way that people are managed is is so much easier that's the main thing so um one thing i talk about as well is with the clients that i work with it's face to face time how often are we going face to face are you in that business every single week i see my clients every single week we talk about the wins of the week, what's wow. going on, because then that conversation is the perfect, perfect um, explanation of the business when you're talking to a candidate. Mm-hmm. Or when you're talking to the candidate, you're telling them the, the job inside out as opposed to um, a job description that you right. might have just been sent and it's you know maybe you've been written on chat GPT. When it comes down to the, the employment trends, what are you seeing that uh, employees are wanting or demanding out of a, a new job or a new company compared to a couple of years ago? So firstly, the, the psychology and conversation around the needs and wants of employees is, is fast forwarded and I'd say it's magnified post-COVID. So people are now openly talking about um, how to be happy at work. Mm-hmm. So what I've personally noticed is, yes, people still want that remote working element. However... I think during COVID, people actually started to miss the office as much as they did like to be... They missed the free biscuits. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But what I would say now is you've seen essentially a hybrid model. So you talk about full-time, you talk about Mm -hmm. freelance, you talk about remote. But now what you hear of is the hybrid model where you've got a wonderful office to come into when you want to. But also, if you want that flexibility to go and pick the kids up at 3 p.m., whilst actually you know being in the house at midday that's what the businesses need to be doing and that's what i've seen a rise of recently but isn't that harder for new employees because there's a ceo in australia that i follow and he always talks about i don't let any new employees work from home because i don't know them yet 
I haven't trusted them. I feel like that is a perk that I'm going to give to someone if I, I know who they are yeah. and I trust them to do their work. But if you're new, I, I can't give you that yet. Yeah. The the What I would say is businesses have now had to understand how to onboard engage which is the main point keep them engaged but also monitor the staff so what you notice is people are offering uh, remote working and then the performance and the output was just dwindling massively so what you've seen is a rise in tech a rise in workflow management so you can now essentially automate everything understand uh, what's being done how it's being done and and how well people are doing uh, based on technology but the the main thing that we have to go back to is is the rise in remote the rise in remote working and hybrid uh, models gearing the tech element into the business so that now people don't actually have too much human interaction so there's an absolute matrix of different things happening in the employment world at the moment and it's really about businesses understanding their people before they start to change the structures and the policies and the procedures and processes businesses understanding people is it more challenging as compared to business understanding AI and then implementing AI to reduce the workload on people uh, you know when you go out to look for people are, are people still threatened with the with the thought that hey AI, AI might just replace me I would say it's sector specific mm-hmm. you've seen the rise of AI in uh, in tech massively right. marketing a massive drive in the AI input um, but what I would say is with every position you you normally get hired on your personality or you in 2023 you do mm-hmm. it, you know i think gone are the days where people purely look at your grades your gcses mm-hmm. from 10 years ago <laughs> you should be able to walk into a room and say how trainable you are right so again going back to the point it's hard to give a statistic of mm-hmm. um ai versus personality but business owners i would say which i've noticed in the region are becoming more aware of uh, personalities versus the tech input you know mm. which in, you particularly were from real estate recruitment um, in the region now which industri- industries do you think are the best at being able to uh, recruit and retain talent what a wonderful question um, <laughs> I would <laughs> that's our job <laughs> yeah. uh, so I, I would say uh, I've the finance I would say if I'm going to give you one sector is that because it's competitive it, fine, every industry in Dubai is so incredibly competitive it's hard to get a job uh, mainly because it's such a transient city and if you look at the rising population and demand like people need jobs so uh, people need uh, new employees based on the demand um, what I would say is I companies really need to understand how to essentially align the EVP with the people that are coming into the business um, so look at the lifestyle, look at the work-life balance, look at the career progression, and look at the the compensation. All right. Well, that's that's a <laughs> that's an interesting one. If you do want to get in contact, uh, Nathan's company is uh, is Executive Search. Um, uh, Neil touched on uh, the impact of AI. Um, at the moment, we know that AI is affecting business. Are people using AI for their recruitment search? Yes, massively. And to give you a good example, a lot of companies now are flipping on to video interviews before they actually get face to face. So uh, you will apply for a job. A company will only interview you if you have uh, put cert- or said certain keywords on the video interview, mm-hmm. which is amazing when you think about it, that if you have a video interview, you uh, or if you submit a video to a company, the AI in the back end will analyze the keywords pick it off and give you a percentage of essentially uh, how suitable you are 
to a company. So, so this is the next level because previously it was always when you put through your CV, you know, obviously it would look for keywords. Yeah. And I had a, someone told me once, take the job ad and then post it in white on your CV yeah. and then uh, AI will pick up that all the keywords are associated, but you won't be able to read it when you print it out. Yeah. Now that's obviously the video interview is being able to yeah. utilize. Are so, they saying the key phrases we're looking for? Exactly that, yeah. So now you can essentially interview where you can have someone pitching themselves of why they're good for the business, why they want to come and join a business, whilst also relate or also um, uh, picking out how many times they've maybe said the word uh, performance, or if mm -hmm. they're in if they're in finance, for example, they can be talking about the word audits and reconciliations so you can actually see and again we have to go back to what i said just previously you really have to strip away things and understand that if the tech is actually being useful or not so yeah uh, you know while, while we're talking about you know uh, times have come where we moved ahead from the grades or your experiences or what you scored back in the days to uh, what you can or how adaptable or trainable you are how much of uh, a, you know a recruitment happens on the basis of uh, listen, I know this guy. Let him in. <laughs> Again, what a wonderful question. Um, I, I would say I, I, it's hard for me as a recruiter because mm -hmm. I'm normally brought into a process because they don't have that friend. Right. Um, so in terms of how many times that's happened, I, I honestly don't know. Sorry. Well, look, these changes are fast-paced and uh, that is why most people are turning towards uh, recruiters. Nathan, congratulations on going out on your own you. and uh, starting up both a recruitment and a retaining expert business. The company is Executive Search, labelled as a new kind of recruitment consultancy. And Nathan Kearney, the Managing Director, thank you very much for joining us thank in the studio. You. If you've got any uh, challenges when it comes down to recruitment or any questions or issues that you've experienced, uh, you can always let us know. 0586861003. Hey, thanks for listening to another TSB TalkSport Business Podcast. And don't forget, if you want to hear the full show, we're live every weekday from 3 to 7 p.m. across the UAE on Talk 100.3. Or you can listen to us via the Big Fan TV app.